Welcome, everyone, to the Terry Has a Friend for an Hour podcast. Today, I am joined by the ever-so-lovely Anthony Romaguera. Anthony, how are you doing? I uh, did I interrupt something here? Was <laughs> were you doing something else aside from waiting to be on this podcast? I uh, yes. from what I understand, you're a big fan. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, I was in the middle of a movie. What movie is this? Uh, this is a movie called Kess uh, by Ken Loach. Ooh, I've never heard of him. <laughs> uh, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're excited because. Uh, I certainly am. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, it's been a really long time coming. I keep on pestering you about this. Yeah. But tonight's night. We get to talk <laughs> about whatever you want. Let's see. All right, good. We are here. Let's turn up the gain a little bit. Just a little bit so we can hear you too. All right, man. How's it going? It's going really It's been well. a hot minute since I've it seen you. It's been a long time. Oh, we are, are, we're not... We haven't been on any sets together. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, we haven't been on any. Are we going to be on any? Uh, are you on uh, Nicole's? Uh, no. That's the one you're producing? That's what I'm producing right now. Ooh. Uh, are you going to be on Patrick's? Nope. Wow. I am on Vishesh's, and then I'm on Reed's, and then I'm on Grace's, and then I'm on Eric's, and then I'm on Grayson's. I'm on, I'm on Eric's, and then also Grayson's. Okay. I'm, wait, what are you on Eric's? Uh, key group. Okay, I'm producer. So oh, well, yeah, you definitely will be on set. Yeah, and then what about Grayson's second AC? All right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good one because like that's like where everyone is together. I feel like this mic is not. Oh shit! I did it the wrong way. Ah oh, fuck! I think it's this one. Can you speak for me? Uh, hey. Fuck. All right. Well, I fiddle with these settings. Um. So tell me how your semester's been so far. How is uh you just finished your thesis film? Yeah, I um, just made um, yeah, right after you. I mean, you were four and I was five. That's true. So we both. Yeah, I didn't get gone. to. I didn't know like anything about yours. Ah, oh, shit. I don't have. I don't have your internet. Oh. Oh man, this the whole this whole podcast is a it's, disaster. Uh, uh, it's Nathan. Nathan. Oh shoot, you gotta. I you, won't say the password on uh, on this mic. Oh. Oh, I've connected to this before. Yeah, I feel like it, it should have done it automatically. Yeah. But you know what? It, is, it has been pretty slow. Like, I, not even I connect, like, right away. Really? Yeah, it's been kind of wrong, actually. I'm just sending certain addresses to, uh, to a group chat. I'm paying attention. Yeah. I just have to send this. So people know where to go tomorrow. All right. I think, I think we're set up. I just... I'm trying to get it so that it'll pick up both of us as best as possible. So, I actually don't know anything about your thesis um, story. For those of for those of you who are listening at home, Anthony and I are in the same film school class, just as Reed and I are in the same film school class. Um, Which means I'm also in the same class as Reed. Yes, Reed was in the original episode. He's he's in first. Yeah, do you listen to it? Yeah, I did. I yeah, the whole thing. You listen to the entire hour and a half. You are you're a trooper. You're a true fan of the podcast. All, all now three episodes of it. Not yeah. not two anymore. Um, so uh, 
tell me about i don't even know your story i'll be totally honest with you i don't even know your story of your thesis film oh uh i'll break it down i won't spoil the ending Mm -hmm. but um it's a horror film yeah uh although i think we did a sort of weird ah god damn it i knew i had this set the wrong way god all right it's been recording since i was in the car okay and i just had it set to the wrong one so now it was like picking up in the wrong direction uh, and so now it should be fine and i can set this here sorry about the mess on this table dude it's fine all right so i'll sit over here so that it'll pick us up better um so yeah give me the lowdown on your thesis film yeah we- so i made a horror film um well i guess the first interesting thing is that ariel wrote this i didn't write it and this is the first this is the first time in bfa history in history no one's ever done this yeah, before i don't think so i think bfa film school history i don't know about, i'm not sure about mfas hmm. but um yeah first time that someone wrote a film and didn't direct it and i took on the directing yeah um but we developed it together and but when it comes to actual writing ariel did that uh but it's a horror film uh but it's sort of like this new like weird trend of horror where it's like it's really more of a drama mm-hmm that like just has a certain atmosphere uh, and it's like uneasiness. So like that's kind of horror that like we're kind of lying in. You know, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any like serial killers or like ghosts or anything. Yeah. Um, but it's about a summer camp, 1976. Um, oh, so you're doing a period piece too? Yeah. Damn, you didn't even inform me that you're doing a period piece. It takes place exactly 11 years after mine. It's actually a sequel. No. No. Um, but you know what? Like Grace was actually the one that like pushed for the period. Really? Which is um, yeah, because she's she was our production designer, um, and she just like really wanted to do a period piece. <laughs> so she convinced and you she, to do it. She kind of like walked up to us and kind of like, hey, like have you ever considered like setting it in a different time? Hmm. And we did have talks about doing it in the eighties, just because of like that's just like a classic camp kind of era like, like wet hot american summer yeah kind of thing. like friday the 13th like those kind of but my f3 was like an homage to like 80s horror and i didn't want to do that again so mm-hmm. i was like i feel like if we do the 80s we're just i'm just gonna turn it in to like an homage yeah so we abandoned that but then grace came to us and was like you want to do this and we we're kind of thought about it again we're like maybe we could do the 70s dude so we did the 70s uh, we didn't like fully decide until pre-pro though. Yeah, I well like from what I saw, there was like, oh man, now I'm peeking. Shit, I gotta turn it down. Um, from what I saw, it wasn't like it was like overtly '70s or anything no, like that. It was really, it was really easy to make the change because we already didn't have any cell phones or like technology. Yeah. So really, all we had to do was just like change the costume. <laughs> so like, yeah, and it's not, it doesn't like try to like call attention to itself Mm -hmm. it just like has a certain feel okay so it takes place at a summer camp yeah 1976 1976 and uh there's a young camper 11 year old girl named sarah Mm -hmm. who gets uh she says she gets pulled under in the lake during their free swim lesson and uh she tells her uh her counselor which is jamie who jamie's like the cool counselor sort of like gets these girls on a uh more personal level treats them more like peers rather than like kids Mm -hmm. so she's the one that like a lot of campers like kind of opened up to and um 
she tells Jamie that she thinks a monster pulled her under. Okay. Um, oh, I guess a really important piece of information is that when she gets under and they pull her up to the dock, they realize that she had her first period. So everyone's sort of writing it off that, like, she had a period, she fainted. Okay. And is now, like, because this happened in front of the whole camp, so, like, everyone knows that she had her period. Uh, so she's trying to, like, kind of, like, cover it up mm. by making up a story about a monster. But Jamie, Jamie starts to sort of fall into the belief that there is a monster after um, certain strange events ha- start happening. And nice. um, then Jamie starts to really question what she believes and... Uh, I think I know the ending, and I'm pretty sure it's really fucked up, and it's, it freaked me out when Eric was telling me about it. It's, it's a pretty dark ending. Well, I'm not going to say it here. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it or anything. Uh, but but um, it's, it's definitely a dark ending. Nice. Fits into the horror thing. Yeah, I definitely. I was in pre-pro on a different movie while you guys were in production yeah. on yours, and so I didn't get to really uh, be a part of it or anything, but... Um, it was fun listening to it from behind the scenes from like Eric and stuff. It seemed like you guys had a pretty fun time. I hope I hope we did. I know I know Ray. I hope we did. I know Ray, who was our uh, second AD. Mm-hmm. Um, he he told me that the next day at the production meeting, he was like, "I woke up this, wake <laughs> up, I woke up this morning and um, I was kind of sad." Yeah, <laughs> it looked like it was like literally like summer camp, like all over again. Yeah, I really wanted that atmosphere mm-hmm. to be in, on set and um i kind of figured i could do it because all my uh, all my peer reviews are just like you're really fucking slow but you have a good attitude doing it so <laughs> i i know like the one thing i can do on set well is be slow keep a good attitude <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice dude well congratulations yeah the and- screenshots i saw look really really awesome um I mean, yeah. seems like a lot of fun. No, it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, congrats to you, too. Yeah? And your screenshot. I know you made a, uh, Insta Instagram slash Facebook post that uh, that you couldn't stop looking at your screenshots and you need help. Did, <laughs> did yeah, you dude. get the help? No, no. I never get the help <laughs> that I need. But, uh, no, it was really fun. I, I still, I never, I don't think I've ever, like, actually been as proud of like a project as this one but i think it's mostly just because like this project or like this story in particular was not um like as silly as my other one was yeah and like it was easy for me to write off my my f3 yeah which um you know was super goofy and like the production value wasn't very high on it and we like ran into a lot of bullshit but like having having uh, a good dp who like seemed like pretty passionate and like the location worked out really well and reed like killed it with the 1960s yeah production design and everything so i'm really really excited about it i'm hoping i got iliana to edit it oh she's, she's gonna edit for is me. that is that hot new information yes hot fresh fresh off the steamy gossip train nice uh well it's not really um i just asked her and yeah. then she was like actually can you let me finish dping my movie anthony's movie yeah. and then i'll tell you i was like oh yeah sorry yeah and then uh she t- got back to me and uh um but yeah it was fun yeah. and now i'm working on well i i have i have like this week off so that's nice, nice. But yeah i feel like i have nothing interesting to talk about now that we're on thesis because it's either i'm busy as hell yeah or i'm like sleeping until noon and yeah. like not doing anything we have to recover sometimes yeah. after directing yeah like 
my so my mom was here for the last couple of days mm-hmm. and like the day after I like spent the day with my mom but I was so tired it just like it like caught up to us you know yeah and it was like you really just needed like 12 hours of sleep the mm-hmm. next day just oh to, like, yeah 100% so yeah. like it took I had to like get that sleep back slowly <laughs> I I don't think I even was able to sleep in after mine because we had a production meeting right after it yeah um yeah, and a couple of those were at in the morning. They like, oh yeah, well, I think we shot didn't... at like six thirty in the morning on one morning, so we could get yeah. the sunrise and everything. But, um, but yeah, dude, this podcast—it doesn't have to be a movie podcast. No, it can well, be anything you want. What do you want? To, well, what do you want to talk about? Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> um, here, do you want help? Yeah, I got it. Um, Halloween's coming up. Yes. Um. I guess you just said it's not, about, it's not a movie podcast, but unfortunately, all I really know about are, are, is, is movies. Like, that's, yeah, that's really all I have. What's what's your uh, what do you what do you think in this Halloween season? Any good Halloween movies coming out? Coming out? Um, no, I'm trying to think what's coming out. Well, it already came out. Yes. Um, but I don't think anything else is coming. Dude, out really. what if I told you? That I could get you free tickets to see Jigsaw this weekend. Oh, I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would go, dude. No one has like like officially like been like, yeah, I'm down. I found there. Have did you ever watched YouTube channel Film Theorists on YouTube? No, dude. First off, no. you should. They're like this like goofy little theory channel where they like try to debunk like myths and theories about movies and stuff but they were sponsored by the new jigsaw movie in their latest video and they're like if you go to this like is that that website adam oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. if you go there and you use their coupon code you get your ticket for free and i was like damn and it's for like any theater and it works for the one here in tallahassee and i was like shit dude i would i have i have no shame yeah i'll go see it i mean well do you remember uh back when i was editing your f3 and we took like a 30 minute break to watch like the best kills and yes saw. dude see yeah it's fun that was only that's the only good part of those movies man oh yeah i mean I, yeah that's what they're built on i dated a girl in the eighth grade who was obsessed with the saw movies and she had a she had a doll um uh, a jigsaw doll on her bed and it, it would freak me out a little bit no. when i was in eighth grade she's a great fantastic person now but when i was in eighth grade her her like love for that movie kind of freaked me out but it got me like diving down the rabbit hole of watching all the worst like kills <laughs> yeah yeah they get just worse and worse mm-hmm. the... i don't even think the movies are like that good are they no i mean they're just the kills yeah. so like you know just i mean yeah like it's in the torture porn sort of subgenre of the mm-hmm. horror that like saw and um hostile sort of like mm-hmm. created that subgenre that was like really big in the middle of the 2000s and yeah so kind of what would you say is your favorite um halloween movie like horror halloween theme yeah movie? well i would say my favorite horror movie is the exorcist um definitely like an easy one to to sort of pick mm-hmm. But I think it's a classic for a reason. Um, I see. There's a lot of there's a lot of good horror movies in the '70s. Actually, yeah. now I'm, I'm thinking like a little bit more. Um, and I think it's because this that was just like in a time before horror became that sort of trashy genre that we sort of think about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cause like, cause you get the, uh, the Exorcist in 1974, no, 73, um, Black Christmas, uh, in 1974. Maybe that's also 73. Dude, if you're just gonna list, like, facts about what year movies came out, <laughs> no one's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, you got- You gotta make it interesting. Well, you got The Exorcist, you got Black Christmas, and of course, Halloween, which, like, sort of created- um, this, I don't know, the, the horror genre as we know it, um, you know, obviously you had horror movies before that, mm-hmm. you know, you had like the, the movie monsters of like Dracula and Frankenstein and the mummy, the creature of the black lagoon, uh, the invisible man that universal is desperately trying to yes. reboot. Dude, did I tell you I watched the mummy, the Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise mummy? mummy? Oh my God, dude. How was it? Oh my God. It's really really bad if if you're willing to like venture venture into spoiler territory i could like tell you some oh. shit about it let's do it i'm not gonna I'm i don't gonna, actually gonna remember watch. a whole lot um even though i just saw it like a few weeks ago but um i really wanted to watch it because i had two dreams in a row that i uh was being attacked by like the mummy from that movie so like the, the one like the two the two pupils or whatever yes, it is. Yes, I mean the the important thing wasn't that she had two pupils. It was that she was like the hot chick from uh, Kingsman. Um, oh, the one with the the, the knife legs. Yeah. yeah, that's the actress who plays her. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And so um, I was like, all right, I gotta watch this. And so I watched it. They like really like force it down your throat. That they're like, we're gonna do like the dark world, like. The dark, uh, the dark universe. Dark universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they um, uh, they are trying to like. There's all these different like um, props and things that you can see in like the background of scenes. But they literally like shoehorn Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, into, that's Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, yeah. Into the movie, like he just like transforms into Mister Hyde and then like attacks tom cruise and he has to like fight him off or, or, i don't know that's basically all i have to say about the movie it's wait really, so it's is he really the villain in the movie um n- no not really he's just like a side villain um huh i thought they were treating him as the sort of like um uh, what's the name? nick fury of like that I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. I think he's supposed to be, like, this kind of good guy, but, like, if he doesn't take his medication, he turns into a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's not it's not very fun. I think my favorite Halloween movie would have to be... Oh, shoot. I'm probably not... I'm probably forgetting something that I, like, saw as a kid, but I think my favorite that I've seen recently was Trick or Treat. Oh, so dude, that movie's good. incredible. Yeah, I saw it in at the the theater on campus, and I yeah. thought that it was going to be like straight up horror, but it's it's like got that it's got that Halloween spirit. Yes, which like I'm you know I'm down for a horror movie every once in a while, but it's, if it's got like if it feels like Halloween, it feels like fall. You yeah, know, just like that. It has that it has that suburban atmosphere with like the leaves all the dead leaves all over the mm-hmm. ground, and like just. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. The first time I saw that was at the uh, the SLC mm-hmm. freshman. Dude, I was there too. Freshman year, yeah. We must have been there. Must have been this, yeah. And that was the first time I saw it. I actually had wanted to see that movie for a long time, because um, mm-hmm. I've always been a big horror fan, even like in elementary school and stuff like that. So that movie was supposed to come out mm-hmm. in theaters in two thousand seven. 
Um, and I remember like watching the trailer for that and being like, whoa, this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't, never ended up getting released in theaters. It just very quietly went straight to DVD. Yeah. And I just never got my hands on it until the SOC. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to this. Yeah. It, it was fun. I, I wish they would like play it this year. Yeah. Speaking of, of movies perfect for Halloween, I want to I wanna quiz you. Yes. I want to see how good your... This actually has nothing to do with Halloween. It just has to do with movies. But okay. I want to quiz you on... Yes. Um, I'm going to give you a description. I don't know if I should give you the description. I hope I fail this. I have a good story, though. I'll give you information about this movie. Okay. And you, if you can guess what it is, you win. Okay. All right. So this movie is rated PG. Came out in 2009. It's an hour and 28 minutes long. It's an animation, action, and adventure film starring Will Arnett, Penelope Cruz... Jack, or is that Galifianakis? Uh, a couple PG. other people I don't recognize. 2009, you said? 2009. It has a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> I, won't, I won't know by the IMDb. Wait, this is a horror movie? Nope, this has nothing to do with horror. It's just a movie. Yeah. I just want, really want to talk to you about this movie. Um, I had to think what the hell Zach Galifianakis was in 2009. That wasn't a hangover movie. <laughs> it with was. Will Arnett? It was directed by Hoyt Yeatman. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know what movie this is. Dude, we're talking about the Hollywood classic Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. G-Force. Oh my god, G-Force. Dude, I haven't actually seen G-Force. What? Oh my god, you ruined everything. I was re- <laughs> It's a Jerry Bruckheimer film. Yeah. Dude, I saw Tracy this in- Morgan's in that oh, too. Dude, I, I saw this on a field trip and I thought maybe you would have too and I was going to torture you by reading you trivia about about uh, G-Force, but now it doesn't matter. Fuck! That was the one thing I had in my back pocket to talk about. G-Force? Yeah. You, you could pick literally any other movie. I'm just trying to keep this podcast from becoming a movie podcast. So you decided to go with G-Force? I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, well, for a little bit of background, you've been begging me to be on this podcast for yep. a while now. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you've been want- you wanted to talk about... Um, Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, the entire time. Yeah, that. But that. Well, that ship sailed after the new one sort of became a little too old. Yeah, but um, the, so I was gonna combat that by only wanting to talk about G Force. <laughs> That's good. And now I feel stupid. Like, did you know that it was Jerry Bruckheimer's first three D film? Oh no. And that. Um. These are all too specific. Never mind. This was a stupid bit. I thought it was going to be funny, but it's not. Well, I, I'm sure if I had seen G-Force. Yeah. Maybe. You want to watch G-Force? We, we can, can, we can could, do a live commentary. Dude, we could. We could do a live commentary. I have this this mic set up right now. We could do a live commentary on G-Force. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that one. Dude, come on. <laughs> I, well, You know, this is something that I've noticed more and more. Oh as I've gotten into film school, is people just straight up refuse to watch movies. Like, I have been trying Ooh. to get Ben to watch... Um, oh, shit, what was it? Well, I've been, I, I've been wanting to watch G-Force for a really long time, but no one will watch G-Force with me. Um, I tried to get... Oh, there is a Dutch superhero movie on Netflix, I think. I think it's Netflix, 
called Ant Boy. And it is a straight ripoff of Spider-Man, but it's so good, and Ben refuses to watch it. And Ben's also a stubborn, stubborn little boy, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, man. Like we can watch, we can marathon through every single Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and then go and see the new one in theaters. But I can't get him to watch, like, uh, Ant Boy, or there was like another one. I don't remember what it was. Oh, no, I knew what it was. I tried to get him to watch Food Fight. Oh. And we got 30 minutes in, and then he, like, wouldn't do it. Hmm. Then again, that, that one, like, that's an excruciating movie to watch. Is that on Netflix? No, we tore in, uh, we, in totally legal ways, we we found a way to watch that. Yes. Feature. Amazon. You did Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, for sure. Amazon. Um, Yeah, I've heard of that movie, but I haven't seen it. Maybe you told me about it. It's bad. It's really bad. I can show you clips if you want. Like, it's, like, they try... Um, what is it actually about? So, Food Fight was a movie that, um, I forget who directed it, but it stars Charlie Sheen and I think Reese Witherspoon's in it, and um, uh, Christopher Lloyd is in it as well, and it's a an fully animated movie about how... Uh, at night after the supermarket closes all the brands like come to life which is shockingly similar to sausage Sausage party which recently came out but um it's just like the brands it's not the products themselves and so what does that mean exactly like the boxes no not the boxes just like the the logos so like mr clean is in it just the logos yeah so it's like it's like the mascot so yeah. like Charlie Sheen plays like this dog who's like a detective who um he's like I guess wow. some kind of like cookie crisp like yeah. mascot for some like breakfast cereal yeah. and he uh is like trying to solve some mystery and there's this Christopher Lloyd's this evil scientist or something I don't know um but like basically they tried to get all these brand deals together like all these brands to agree to be in this animated movie and it took them like 12 years to make it and it's <laughs> awful. It is awful. They tried to, like, um, use motion capture for some of it. And so, like, a lot of the animation is, like, super, her- like, herky-jerky and, like, really, um, like, I don't know. It, it Some of the characters are, like, motion capture, so they look too real. And then other ones look, like, not real at all. And it's just, it's horrible. And um, I feel like I could pull up a clip for you now, but I don't want to waste any time. Um but I, I can show you, show you after. after yeah. yeah, I'll show you after. Well, I just I, I feel bad. This is like spent twelve years. Yeah, working on. But that. I mean, some of the best movies take forever to get made, and they're still awful. Yeah, I but mean, like yeah. all the brands that like didn't agree to be in the movie, they made like weird ripoff versions of them and made them super super ugly. Just to, like stick up their middle finger. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, that one that one actually I gotta give Ben credit was <laughs> yeah it, it's excruciating to watch, but um Yeah, well Ben in particular is a, a stubborn Are you gonna call well, dude, what are you doing trash talking Ben? No, I'm just saying, you know how many people listen to this podcast? Dude, I'm just saying Ben uh, Anthony Ben won't do something he doesn't want to do. That's true. And I think a lot of students in this film school don't want to do things that they don't want to do and that sounds like it makes too much sense but like yes i think people don't push themselves out of their comfort zone what is one thing you won't do 
In terms of watching a movie or just... Or just anything in, in life. I mean, I'll, I'll never... Uh, I'll never do some wildlife, like extreme wildlife thing. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking like, I'll, I'll never like do like ride a tiger. Yeah, that's like, well, really, that's that's a very specific thing. That <laughs> oh, okay, I, I was do. gonna say if that was the example you were thinking of, and I just guessed it correctly. Like, or... well, I'll I'll never like be like, oh, I'm just gonna go live in the woods for a week. What? That's that's so you're afraid of camping. That's just camping. Maybe. I was a Boy Scout. Okay. When I was a kid. <laughs> That's... I was a Boy Scout, too, for, like, a month. Uh, oh, no, I did it for a couple of years. Oh. Yeah, so you have even less of an excuse not to... Yeah. Be... I I did it from, like, first grade to, like, mm, probably third grade. I would say two years ago, mm-hmm. I did it. I went camping during that time. Did it just traumatize you or something, and that's why you well, wanted like, to do it? I mean, like, not like... You know, like, just, like... Living off the woods, Michael Scott, Survivor Man. I'll never do that. That, that's so like mild of a thing to never do. Okay, wait, wait. What would you never do? Now I'll, I'll try to like match it. Uh, what would it be? Something I would never do. I would never. I don't think I'd ever go like deep sea. Oh, uh, scuba diving. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Once I stop being able to see like what's around me, that's when I Have you ever seen the videos of people who like go like free diving? Which is just where they hold their breaths for like a really bizarre amount of time and like No. Oh, it's scary. But watching that, I would have to hold my breath. Why? Because I would just feel like like mm-hmm. like over time I just like would. Yeah. Like after like watching underwater videos. Yeah. Like, I've started to like challenge myself when i watch movies where like a ship is sinking or like something's happening i'll hold my breath to see if i can last as long as they yeah. do um and there was one that i could not do and i think it was mi- the new mission impossible movie uh i haven't seen that one rogue nation yeah yeah anthony i didn't see it dude why not um i don't know come on man Ridiculous. This this might be shocking to you. I've all I've I've never seen Jurassic World. <sighs> Dude, these are all masterpieces, <laughs> and you haven't seen any of them. Dude, you're like naming all of my favorite things: camping, yeah, camping, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World. G Force. Yeah, no, yeah. Somehow I was I just didn't see Jurassic World, which is weird because it was a huge box office. Like a lot of people saw Jurassic World. Dude. I'm pretty sure, actually, this would be the first time I'm talking about Jurassic World. I'm surprised this is the first time I'm talking about Jurassic World in this podcast, which is surprising because it's a bad movie. It's a a lot not good. I would watch it with you because it's fun, but it's like, I watched it again recently. I tried to, over New Year's, I tried to watch all of the Jurassic movies in one night, but in reverse order, and I was also really drunk off of margaritas. Yes. Um, and I got through the, to the second one. So I watched Jurassic wow, World. Wow, so you did three, three and four. Yeah. Or four, three. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got through that. I got through the second one. And I was like, I don't want to like ruin the first Jurassic Park movie for myself by being deliriously tired and, and like still a little yeah. drunk at five in the morning. Because I was going to say, there's only... There's really only one good Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. And that's... Jurassic Park. The Lost World. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean, The Lost World is... Not even Spielberg likes that movie very much. Dude, they're classics, man. 
I just love them all. So do you like actually like like second and third one? Yeah, I do. Huh. I think they've got glaring plot holes, but like um, that's okay. I don't know. They just the sound the soundtrack for all of them is amazing. I I think I would say three is better than two. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Two is just like a little bit too weird, but two, like yeah, it, it, but goes it still retains like the old school kind of Hollywood magic. I think, yeah. um, and it's also just like like it's overwhelmingly nineties. Like they, there's so many like references to Sega and like nineties technology and stuff like that, and it's really really funny. But um, I don't know, man. They just make me feel good, mm. and that's all that really matters in a movie, you know. Well, the first one. It's very good. Yeah. That, you know, great movie right there. Mm-hmm. I know that's your favorite movie. That's why. Dude, I, the movie's amazing. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, um, so today, I'm just going to out myself here a little bit. Uh-huh. I got a message from a girl on Tinder today. Nice. Saying that she was in our film class freshman semester. Like Reality and Illusion. No, 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 no. That was the second semester, second year. Oh, First intro year. to film. Intro to film. Jay Boda yeah. and wow, Deandra. Just, you're just going to name drop our teachers. We could just like shit all over this class and they, maybe they listen. Who knows? Maybe Jay Boda listens to this podcast. I don't think Jay Boda listens to the podcast. Oh, but, um, you know, I'm not saying anything about the class. I'm just saying those were our professors. Yes, those were our professors. But anybody who knows us knows we probably don't really, we didn't really enjoy that class very much. But she was like, she recognized me from somewhere and it, it turned out to be that class. How, though? I don't know. It's been like three years. Yeah, I, I don't remember what anyone's face looked like. Because, yeah, the, I mean, because you sat in the front row. I sat I just in the front row. <laughs> like a goodie two-shoes. Yeah. You know, actually, quick side story before we get back to your Tinder story. Remember when Jay Boda would, would call us out for not, like, answering? Yeah. There was one time where I was wearing the purple... Convocation College Multiple Arts shirt and like he was saying that and he just looks right at me and I was like I'm not gonna answer your question so don't even look at me like mm. I, just, like, I just like looked away I was like huh oh, yeah yeah but, freshman year was a scary time to be a to be a film major yeah. like people don't realize how tough our lives were mm. Mm. well what Tinder <laughs> um this girl claimed she recognized me and we found we, we did some investigating we found out that um, she was in that intro to film class, and she recognized me from there. And um, uh, I, she was like complaining about the class, and she was like, she was, uh, she was like, it was alarming how much of the movies just had obscure, like out of nowhere sex scenes. And I was like, you think? all of the movies we watched had sex scenes in them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you and I remember that class very differently. Yeah. And she was just like slamming all the movies we watched. And I was like, girl, we watched Fight Club, which... Uh, that has an alarming sex Does scene. it have an, a sex scene? I've, okay, but the thing is, I guess I can't talk. I there fell asleep a... through so many of those movies. Uh, yeah, I think you slept through all the sex scenes. I probably did. Well, I gotta think about what we watched in that. Class. We watched... Amelie was the very first Amelie. one. Amelie. There's probably a sex scene in that. Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. Well, There's a sex scene in that, probably. Yeah. Um, it was kind of the catalyst of... Like, I literally... I don't think I know the full plot of any of the movies we watched in that. Thelma and Louise, uh, Fight Club. We watched um, Badlands, Days of Heaven. We watched Upstream Color. 
Ah, dude, I did not watch Upstream. I felt I slept right through. I slept through a lot. I was doing a lot freshman year. Uh, Upstream Color is a. I know. I need to see it. Fantastic. Too many people reference that movie. It's too good. But um, yeah, I can't. uh, Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's an amazing movie. You know, actually, this might be a little fun fact for you. The director of Upstream Color, Shane Carruth, he has a cameo in um, another movie that we like. Uh, Swiss Army Man. Really? Yeah, he plays. Um, oh, he's like one of the uh, like mortician or yeah. like the FBI investigators at the end. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw something like that. When I was in the movie theater watching that movie, you recognized him. I recognized him. Of course, you did. Well, because he's also he's in Upstream Color. Oh, okay. so he's well in also his first movie Primer. He's like the main actor in both those movies. Mm-hmm. So like, if you see his movies, like you know what he looks like. And yeah. I was like, I was, I was like, wait, is that? That's Shane Carruth, like, and then then like during the credits, like, I don't know how. Well, in his his new movie he's making right now, Daniel Radcliffe's like in it. Oh, was it the Jungle one? It's like the ocean. It's like about like shipping. Is Daniel Radcliffe in multiple movies coming out soon? He's in a one Probably. called Jungle. Hmm. Or is this one filming right now? Um, I'm not sure if it's still filming or maybe it's done and just like not out yet. I'm not sure. Dude, we're just we're just talking about random movies. Yeah. Movie. <sighs> <Dude>. <laughs> How am I gonna get that traffic? You're gonna get that sweet, sweet SoundCloud traffic. You're gonna get the people who like movies. I don't want this to turn into a movie podcast though, man. You know what? You like music and I like music. Yeah? I don't you're, know enough music. You're a singer and I'm a singer. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't You wanna really sing, sing on this podcast? Is that what you're trying to say? We're just not going to go into a chorus. That's good. That's really good. All right. Now that we've had our musical interlude. Well, you did acapella in high school. I did do acapella. It so, was not a fun no. experience. Well, I don't know. I was just with a bunch of my really close friends, and I don't know. I've never been in a band before or anything like that, and mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a stressful time. We were making our first album. There was conflicts amongst us, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, like, of, like, who gets the solo or, like, or like what kind uh, of conflicts are talking about here? You know, it's just when you got six high school guys who, like, all enjoy singing, but, like, don't want to commit, like, all of their, like, time to it, it's really hard to get people to, like, commit to, like, showing up to rehearsal on time and, like, you know, Mm. and so, like, we actually titled our album 645 because that was the time we all agreed to show up to uh, rehearsal, but we never, not, there was not one time that all of us showed up at 645. And, uh, yeah, we knew, like, six songs. We each got a solo. Um, and, yeah, it wasn't that great. But I could, I mean, I could show you those tunes. And they're okay. We None of us yeah. know how to beatbox. So none of them have any sort of beat. Yeah. So you guys, like, weren't, like, the pentatonics. No, we were not the pentatonics no. um, that we wanted to be. But we raised this, uh, you know, a nice chunk of change for our school by making that album. So, oh, right. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get to sing enough. You're a you're a musician. Yeah. 
do you find yourself with lots of opportunities to sing during uh, college? To sing? No. Or I, just to perform in general? To perform? No. Um, I'm sure if I put more effort into it, because like our other classmates, Grayson mm-hmm. and Patrick, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. They do a lot of gigs. Uh, they're signed to a record label. Are they really? Yeah. Jeez. Like a Tallahassee-based record label. Was this recently? Um, I would say during the summer, probably. Mm, Cat okay. Family, I think it's called. That's cool. Maybe a little bit even, a little earlier than that. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, and they're currently recording an EP, I think, or maybe a full album. Mm-hmm. So like, they definitely have a lot of opportunities yeah. to perform and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have my little band with Livia. Yeah. Do you um, have? Has that been uh, keeping up pretty well, or not too well? We have. Well, it's. It's just that we don't get to practice ever. We mm-hmm. practice once during the summer and zero times this semester. So, like, yeah. we just, we love to get together and play, but uh, we just never have the time to do it, I guess. You know, being in a band is a lot like being in a, ha- owning a hit podcast. Sometimes you... You pay uh, for the SoundCloud account. You get, you get all the graphic design done. You get your microphone... You make two episodes and then you realize it takes a lot of energy and yeah. to get yourself to go out and actually do it. Yeah. Because I was about I was about to go to bed tonight, but then I, <laughs> then I remembered. remembered. I was like, my boy, he's he's probably he's a uh, you know he's chilling. Yeah. So I texted your roommate and he gave me the details. I was gonna try to sneak in your room, but I was scared too. Wow. Yeah, it's locked anyway, so you. Would have been I was hoping room. you'd be in your room and I could knock on the glass. Mm. Which would probably scare you or something, but... You know, I'm actually prepared for that. That sounds weird. You've been prepared for me to no, 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 walk no, no, in your room? No, 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 definitely not that. But, um, no, it's just, like, a random story, but, like, last summer. So not, not like, like summer 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of F2s. <sighs> well, those are not, not fun times. Um, but, but I was, like, doing work in my room. It's just, like, midnight. And I'm listening to music... But I hear like, like a squeaky sound, and I'm like, what "The hell is going on?" And I can see my curtains are kind of like being pushed back and forth a little bit. And I'm like, "Is someone like fucking with my like my uh my sliding glass door?" Because my fourth wall is a sliding glass door. Oh my god! So I just like peek through the curtains, and there's these two guys just like, rub like, just dragging their hands down my glass, and then they see me and they run away. Jesus Christ, that's terrifying. <laughs> and like I I really like after I did it, I was like, what is going on? And then I was like mm-hmm. then I was like, mm-hmm. shit, what I should have done is I, I I have a mask of like a like a skeleton face, like a scary face. I should have put that mask on and like taken my uh my pocket knife and just like ran after I should have just like like draw the curtain to just screamed on top top of my lungs like with my knife like Dude. in like stabbing position and just like really scared the oh shit out god. of them. Oh my god, that's terrifying. I don't see now that you've mentioned that. I don't think I could ever have a room like yours because I've always thought it's cool that you just have like a, a sliding glass door as like your fourth wall. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about it and uh, especially with you being on the ground floor, yeah, that's terrifying. I legitimately, if I hear someone open the door to our apartment later at night, then should be normal yeah. like if it's like three or four in the morning i i immediately think that someone is breaking into our apartment yeah and it freaks me out and i lock i lock my bedroom door wow yeah no 
I don't really do that. No? <laughs> I don't really have any fears. Except uh, camping. Camp, yeah. And spiders. But, um... Oh, and snakes. I don't trust snakes. You don't trust snakes? I want a pet snake really bad. I don't trust things that don't have legs. That sounds bad. I don't, spiders I, I don't, have legs. I don't trust things that slither. So snakes? Yes. I you say, could I, just I, say I don't, snakes. I, no, I said I don't, I don't trust snakes. Yeah, I know. Because they slither. But, like, what other things slither? Uh, um, um, uh, uh, snakes. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's like, that's like saying I'm not scared of, I'm only scared of things that talk that, but are also not birds. So that means, oh, you're scared of yeah, humans. Seems, yeah. Well, I don't trust snakes, and I, I don't trust, um. Now, what do you mean by you don't trust them? Like, you're, you're, you, you, you wouldn't loan money to one of them? Or like. I don't know, man. Just, uh, you just wouldn't put a lot of you wouldn't put a lot of money on a snake. Just don't trust them. <laughs> you don't trust them to not hurt you. Uh, yeah. I also don't trust kangaroos. They don't slither. I yeah. Uh, I just this started because I saw a video on uh, on Facebook scrolling on Facebook and see this video of a kangaroo um, at someone's house, I guess in Australia, just like banging against their sliding glass door, just like. Oh my god! And I realized in that moment that I just don't trust them because they stand up, you know. Yeah, like they're, we do, and they're buff. They're they, huge. They look like like they're frat bros coming back from the gym, and they don't. And like the kind of bros that like they don't, they don't stretch after they work out, so they just have like these constricted, just like muscles mm-hmm. that are just like yeah. That I also have. Um, <laughs> um, he doesn't have any muscles. So they, they look like that. They have pecs. I swear to God, they have they have a six pack too. Like they they they're strong, so like and they could kick the shit out of you. Yeah, no, I don't know. It doesn't. And their tails can support their weight. If if there is a god, I don't know what he was thinking when he made kangaroos. Yeah. Because they're they got them backwards knees. Yeah. And that that like gives them this weird edge. They can like spring really far and like like you said, they're massive. They're basically if you took a human. Honestly, they, they. I feel like if you were to like go down the evolutionary timeline, I feel like humans would turn into something like kangaroos, because like they got yeah. a bunch of human features. They got you know, Do they have muscles thumbs? and like, I don't know if they have thumbs or not, but like they they stand upright. They have like muscles very similar to humans. Yeah. Um, and I mean they're just like they can jump. I don't know. There's nothing. What is their shit. weakness? Guns. <laughs> Touche. That's true. Never thought of that. I feel like they don't have... I mean, like, turtles, all you have to... You know, their weakness is, like, they're slow. Yeah. Or, like, fish is, like, their weakness is they they can't breathe air. And our weakness is that we can't breathe underwater. Yeah. And that we get burned alive. I'm really... I'm. Re- <laughs> That's only we only we possess the the weakness <laughs> of being able. I bet you kangaroos can't. You bet that kangaroos are, like, completely fire resistant. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they're crazy. Yeah, have you seen a video of a kangaroo on fire? You know, I haven't. That's true. I don't know if I want to look it up because yeah. I might find something very depressing. But um, dude. I'm really glad that we're diving deep on this podcast. The kangaroos. Yeah, answering the questions that truly I should think, be answered. I think the title of this podcast, like this episode, should be called, Honestly, What the Fuck is a Kangaroo? Okay. Cool.
Um, there's another animal I was going to talk about. No. About crazy animals. So, Andrew Walton. Have you had the pleasure of meeting oh, him? Oh, dude. Andrew Walton is my boy. He is amazing. So Andrew Walton, for those of you who don't know, at home is a, a, a fine young lad in the class below us at the film school. But is also two years older than us. Yes, he's like 23, but he's in the class below us in the film school. Yeah. And he's a fine young lad with lots of nature experience, um, very into reptiles, and and just like got a lot, lots of he, facts about nature. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He was... He was my art director on yeah. my movie. He was, and he was telling me about this. Um, I think it's called the Moss Eagle. If you want to look up a picture of that, just for you to see what the that moss, looks like. What the Moss Eagle? I think it was called. Um, now this is an eagle, or I guess a bird, capable of picking up humans. No. Yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. I so, don't believe you. So he's telling me about this eagle, and um, in, in my mind, this is like prehistoric. You know, like. I don't. I've looked up moss eagle and I have seen nothing. Moss falcon, maybe. Moss falcon, or maybe just bird that can pick up humans. It doesn't exist anymore. It's extinct. Okay. I'm but gonna... when I asked him, I was like, okay, but like, like this is like thousands and thousands, maybe millions of years ago, right? And he was like, no, these went extinct in the fourteen hundreds. What? Yeah. I don't, I don't see it anywhere. No, maybe I forgot the name of it. I went, uh, see, now I don't want to leave people who are listening hanging. What the name of it is? Yeah. Yeah, he showed me a picture of it. You should, do you have Andrew Walton's phone number? Uh, I don't know, actually. You should, we should call him and see um, what the name of this falcon is. I could get it though. I could probably yeah. find it really quick. All right. Well, while we're doing that, um, he uh, he was telling me about he was telling me about some prehistoric cow that was pretty interesting. But okay, hang on a second. What what animal do you think you're most afraid of? I think snakes. Snakes. I really don't like snakes at all. Okay. I, what, what would I have to like, what would I have to do to get you to hold a snake or to, to own one rather? To own one, you would have to promise me that I'll never get out of his cage. You, you would never want to hold it? No. Why not? I don't. Dude, they're like really smooth. They're super affectionate. I don't like that. Like Like, I knew a girl who had a snake and she let me hold it. Oh wait, was that that one party? Yeah, that was at that one party that we were at. And now, ever since that party, I really, really want a pet snake. I want to name him Cornelius. Hmm. Cornelius after um. After James James T. Kirk's grandfather. No, that's Adam Kirk. I don't. I don't, I don't believe you actually know that. <laughs> no, I don't know that, but. I really want to know the name of this falcon. I want to see a picture of it. I'm getting his number. We could put him on speakerphone. Right. Oh, here it is. Okay. I'm calling Andrew Wall. All right, put on speakerphone. Let's get this. Let's get some information on this. Uh, here we go. Very answer. All right. Hello. 
hey Andrew, uh, this is Anthony, Anthony McGarry. Oh, hey, how's it going, man? Um, so I'm on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire right now, and I have a wildlife question for you. What's the question? Um, Say hello to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually lying. He's with me right now. This is Terry. Um, no, no, I know. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know I was here? No, no, I mean, I knew, I knew he was lying. Oh, gotcha. Ac- He's actually, um, we're on my podcast right now. Um, oh, and he was telling me about a pr- uh, eagle of, of sorts that was that is now extinct that could pick up humans. Yeah. Well, it's not an eagle. Um, it's called an eagle, but it's more related. Uh, I think it's more related, actually, to like a vulture, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, but it's called the Haas eagle. Oh, the Haas. Um, actually, no, no. I take the fact they, they are true raptors. Now that I remember, I was getting the confused with the Argentavis. Um, the Haas eagle. Uh, the Haas eagle. Yeah, they lived um, in the South Island of like New Zealand. Um, and they could yeah. pick up people? Yeah. Yeah, they had a very short wingspan relative to their body, but they had like a, um, I don't know how to explain it, but they had like a large fan-like wing system um, that, that was very like wide instead of long, and so it enabled them to lift things a lot easier. And um, So did they, did they eat humans, though? Um, I'm not sure, but they, they preyed on... Um, the moa bird, a giant extinct, um, uh, basically a flightless bird. Yeah, I'm, lacked, I'm, uh, front limbs. Yeah, I'm um, seeing it right like here. Flight. It's got like, it looks like an emu. Yeah, it's kind of similar also to like a hybrid <laughs> between uh, an emu and like a, a kiwi bird because it doesn't have the wings. But um, they're uh, like 500 pounds and stuff. So I mean, if if they ate those, I'm sure they've eaten people too. You know, Jesus because they Christ. all lived in the area. Uh, humans hunted the moas to extinction, and then thusly, uh, the Haas eagle ran out of food supply. So, um, you know, I, th- I think uh, the moas were the primary food source, but I, I wouldn't put it past the eagle to. Uh, oh, Jesus, that's terrifying. You know, but yeah. it, is it? I, I think what really scares me is like, like that was around until the 1400s, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it went extinct. Um, yeah, around then, like so, you know, like imagine like close. imagine like Christopher Columbus is killed by an Haas eagle. Like that's like how honestly close to, like, after seeing the Bugs Life, I don't. I'm. I think being eaten by a bird is the worst way you could possibly go. <laughs> uh, I would disagree. What would you? What would you say is the worst way to go, Andrew Walton? Getting eaten by some small. Uh, herbivorous lagomorph like a rabbit or something you know like <laughs> so for, they, no for, but i mean like like if they gnaw on you you know like like i'd prefer to be picked and ripped apart and gutted and disemboweled and like something kind of quick that's like how that. you want to go i mean i would prefer that over being gnawed slowly okay something that chews, mm. you know just like you know that the tiny um uh you, you know what i mean I, I don't know how to explain it. So, like, something that eats you slowly, that not not something that's going to, like, kill you after, like, you know, a few bites or, like, rip you open with its claws and then you you die before you've been fully eaten. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't uh, know. But 
Okay. I mean, I can respect that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just feel like getting flung into the air, you know, and taken to a nest where I'm going to be, like, disemboweled and fed to some or baby birds. What if they just, like, they pick you up, just take you up high, and then just let Mm-mm. go? Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. generally giant birds like that, though, uh, when they pick up big prey, they tend to pick them up, fly them over the edge of a cliff, and drop them. That's, and usually I mean, kill the prey uh, through fall damage and then uh, rip apart parts of the meat. Yeah, it's insane because, like, don't, like, can't dolphins, like, just drag you down to the water and, and uh, just drown you? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. Um, they don't usually, but, I mean, I'm sure that's definitely very possible. Gators do that. Gate? Oh, my God. Dude, you're terrifying oh, me. Oh, dude, He's... Andrew, uh, I had some gator this weekend. Oh, nice. Isn't it good? Dude, I, I, I actually, I've had gator before in, uh, uh, in the past, but uh, I think this weekend was especially cathartic. Uh, just because, like, we were so worried about gators eating little kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I, I went to Gainesville, visited my friends after, you For know. those of you in the audience who are unsh- unclear about what Anthony's referencing, uh, <laughs> a- Andrew uh, served as the... Uh, w- art the, director slash wildlife. He was the art director slash uh, wildlife expert on uh, Anthony's thesis film and, uh, cl- you know, checked all the waters and all the surrounding areas where they were filming for alligators. Continue. Um, yeah, so um, I went to Gainesville just, you know, I just sort of celebrate, you know, finishing filming. And yeah. um, my friend told me about this gator burrito that he says is the best beer he's ever had. Uh, actually, today's his birthday, so happy birthday, Chris. Chris Mirage. Oh, dude, Chris is getting a shout-out. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, it's Andrew's birthday! Wait, it's your birthday today, dude? Dude. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't care about it, but I just... No, dude. Wait, so so you're 24 today? Yeah. Dude. I'm gonna die soon. I'm like quarter of a century. Holy cow. I totally didn't realize it was your birthday. I forgot no, no, it was your birthday, dude. Seriously, I don't, I don't care. I don't, like, do anything. You know what I mean? But Should but, we sing um, to Andrew on the podcast? I, no, I, I was just saying, I thought, I, I thought it was a weird coincidence, that's all. Wait, I said in the right tempo. <laughs> yeah, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Happy birthday to you. I tried to harmonize there, but kind of yeah. fell a little bit. But I hope you enjoyed that, Andrew. I appreciate you uh, answering our call and sharing uh, uh, your animal facts with us on the podcast. <laughs> we will. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for for calling. It's nice to get to hear from you guys and and uh, everything. And I hope uh, the podcast goes well. Where can I uh, find this podcast, dude? So it, I can listen to it. It's gonna be up on SoundCloud, like probably by tomorrow afternoon. Okay. And I'll sh- I'll share a link to it on Facebook. How's that? Sounds good, man. All right. Thank you. you have a good night, man, and uh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Bye. See ya. Okay. Oh no, I, I kind of. You hung up on him. Yeah. Dude, he's a good kid. I feel like I'm talking to my grandpa every time I'm talking to him, 
but in the best way possible. Hmm. Like he's yeah. just like sweet. Yeah, super sweet and just just can talk a lot about mm-hmm. just all this knowledge that he has. He's an Eagle Scout. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude. So I oh, I dropped out of Boy Scouts when after I won the Pinewood Derby. Oh crap. I was like Wait, you I was won? like, dude. I didn't win actually, that's a lie. I cool. won best in show. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know what? I think after that phone call with Andrew, that's a good that's a good way to call it call it a night. Has it been an hour? How long has it been? It has been? been just about an hour since I hit record. Because it took uh, me a little while to get out of that car. I see here it's a bit, an hour and two minutes? Or no, I don't know. Yeah, dude. It's, but, yeah. It's, a, it's an hour. It can go a little over. That's not a big deal. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. dude, Anthony, thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> Even though we didn't talk about anything that interesting. Actually, it got pretty interesting towards the end there. Yeah, I think the whole Haas Eagle thing. Yes. I think that's going to work out pretty well. Yeah. And I... I think I think people like to hear a little bit about movies. Maybe not a whole episode about movies, but no. I see. That's the thing, though. I'm just I'm doing this for you, man. People aren't gonna like you if all you talk about is movies. Think of this as me tra- helping you hone your social skills. Yeah, is it is true? I only talk if about there's movies. one thing Terry knows. Yeah, it's social skills. No, so I mean you're definitely more ever. sociable than I am. That's untrue. I'm an idiot. All right, cool. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Terry Has a Friend for an Hour podcast. Today, or this evening rather, my friend was Anthony. Uh, Anthony, is there anything, any any words you want to leave the audience with? Uh, can I call Ariel right now? Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm on it. You read Ariel? Oh my oh, god! Oh, wow. <sighs> okay, well... I think we've, we, yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. you know what, we, let's, well, let's, let's, let's just, uh, let's quit while we're ahead yeah. and, uh, thank you, Anthony, for being my friend on this podcast <laughs> until, <laughs> un, until I see you on this podcast again. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to, uh, follow on SoundCloud for more episodes of, uh, Hey, Ariel. Did you call me? Yeah. Um, I just... I just wanted to to say that um I don't know what I want to say but you're on Terry's podcast right now. <laughs>